This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is sponsored by ArtBase. Are you managing an art collection, an artist studio, or a gallery? Is it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? We think so. Well, ArtBase is the right software to manage your art business. ArtBase allows you to track your artworks and contacts in an easy-to-use, powerful database. You just enter your data once and use that data to generate reports, offers, contracts, and much more. They've got a brand new version out with a whole new look that can be used on the cloud from any location on any device. So what are you waiting for? Go to artbase.com now to learn more and be sure to mention Art Tactic for a 15% discount. Over the past 12 years, the Art Tactic podcast has grown to be a leading art market podcast. Each week we share an exclusive in-depth interview with a key art world insider. As we move into a new phase of programming, we want our broadcast to be listener-supported and create content that you want to hear, not what we think you want to hear. You can support us by visiting contribute.to slash arttactic. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Green. Hope everyone had a happy new year and a relaxing holiday season. I'm looking forward to an exciting 2022 on the podcast. We have a lot of great guests planned, and we'll be touching on a variety of areas of the art market this year. In this week's episode of the podcast, we're joined by Marie Clausen, co-founder of two really interesting art technology companies, Artfacts and Limna. We hope you enjoy our chat with Marie, and thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for joining us. Adam, Happy New Year, and thank you so much for inviting me uh, again <laughs> to the Art Tactic podcast. It has been a while, yes. but we've doing, uh, done some um, interesting stuff I would like to talk with you about. So, yeah, cool. Thanks a lot. Well, Happy New Year to you as well. And yeah, it's been a while since we've had you on, but we're really happy to have you back to chat about Artfacts and Limna, two different companies that you've co-founded. Let's begin with Artfacts, and at Artfacts, you've been tracking exhibition history of artists for a very long time. Tell us, what has been the motivation for doing this, and how exactly have you been, have you been tracking all this exhibition history? Yeah, it's a long story. So my partner, Stina, and I started collecting exhibition data for more than 20 years ago because we had the sense that artists' exhibitions really define whether they exist. This forms the basis of our online record keeper for the art world called artfacts.net. And uh, we've started building up a huge exhibition archive back to the turning point of the Salon des Refusés in 1863 in Paris, because we had a feeling that there are two sides to this coin. One side is the market and news about sales and auction results, but on the other side are the art historians and the exhibitions that they curate. So far, we have collected around a million exhibitions in our database for more than 750,000 artists. And uh, we realized that we could organize this information according to impact rather than just alphabetically. In short, the more exhibition an artist has had, taking into account the venue and fellow exhibitors, the more points we give them. So in this way, we can quantify the artist's career stream mathematically. Uh, but the reality of tracking everyone and everything was not easy. So uh, we, we 
We only allow data to be added that has been verified by our research team. If in doubt, the editor would seek verification from the event organizers to provide a verified list of participants. Uh, and uh, editors in artifacts do not rely on information from secondary sources since it cannot be verified. Demanding that all data in the data set comes with a source tag and a timestamp. So this makes the data very unique and very precise, what is important uh, actually later for uh, machine learning, but we will come to that. We need it to be harsh because every exhibition adds points in cultural weight that in the end will correspond to the material wealth of the artist. We cannot be sloppy there. So this is basically the story, right? So we 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 uh, so we waited all these uh, uh, exhibitions to give an artist a, a track record, if you want, right? So we could draw a chart on the artist's career, and uh, this is uh, what we did for the last twenty years. I think the work you're doing there is really interesting. And to me, it feels like you're compiling and analyzing an artist's CV. And I think a lot of us look at an artist's CV from an anecdotal perspective, trying to analyze it and review it and understand an artist's history and where they've shown and maybe trying to assess their importance. But we're not really doing it from a really thorough data perspective. So tell us, with all the data you have, what have you learned about how important an artist's exhibition history is on their cultural importance, their longevity, and even their price? For us, and that's our philosophy at Artifacts, art history is exhibition history. If you don't exhibit, you don't exist. So exhibitions represent the core of our database. Any artistic production has to undergo a ruthless, extractive, Destillations through repeated curatorial selection, public exhibition, and intellectual discourse to become an object of value ready to be resolved repetitively on the art dealer market. So, this is uh, how we see the primary market, the gallery market, right? So, the, the, there's not just production and consumer, there's also this intellectual process of exhibiting and discussing with art historians, see this in the artwork in the context of the historical evolution of art. And in analyzing the different components of the art world, we realize the complexity and interconnectedness of this environment. Art world institution gain reputation out of their past exhibitions. And this reputation is then transmitted to any artist and the price of the work. So this gives then a correlation, but I come later to that. Yeah, let's get to that. So in 2021, you created Limna, a machine learning app that leverages ArtFacts database. And one of the key aspects you provide in the app is a value for an artwork based on the artist, the medium, and the scale. So tell us, how exactly are you using the data at ArtFacts to provide these estimated values? Yeah, so we came up with a structure for how we could tell people what a fair price should be for an artwork. Starting with this, or starting with unique paintings and more recently original photographs, photographs in a more visible and accessible way. That's basically the whole thing. So we can correlate the artist's career 
or cultural recognition with pricing and predict for any artist a price for an artwork of a certain size without knowing this artist. This is a, a, a crucial thing here. So we can, we, we can predict a price of an artist. We just know the data about. And this is unique in the world. Currently, we train the model using more than 20 features on artifacts. These features describe the artist, their professional history, their social factors, their relations. They describe the environment, the galleries, the museums, the fairs and locations, the artworks and media and size, the sales history were available from both galleries and auction. So all these features, as we call it in machine learning, describe the artist. And this is then entered into an equation, what we build by training. So that when you type in an artist's name, that all this feature set is sticked out of the database, if you want, taken out of the database and put into this equation and outcome a fair price estimation. So we believe that the opaqueness of the art market has tempted some tricksters. Its opacity has had a dampening effect on the art market and has repelled honest collectors. So we want to promote transparency. That's our mission. Yeah, to, to say this again, our mission is to provide unbiased information as an independent provider disengaged from any transactions. So Limna is an objective tool and we would like it to become the standard with people fact-checking prices before going to a gallery or art fair, or even while there at the show, all with the goal of creating more sales for galleries in this primary market. And so tell me, who exactly is the target audience for this app? Who do you think could benefit the most from using it? So our main goal is to bring new people into the art world as collectors, whether one-off, casual, or more often. Then once they start collecting, it can be obsessive. So with Limna, you can easily dive into the market and gain relevant art insider information to open up the market. There are so many people visiting art fairs, exploring galleries and exhibitions, but then only a very small, a handful actually become more engaged with art and buys it actually. So many times this has been quoted at between one or 2% of people with the means to do so, which is really astonishing to me. So there's currently a very thin bridge between these two areas of exploration and evaluation, which is only open to very wealthy people or to people that already have a family collection, for example. The art market can feel very intimidating or even elitists. And we want to provide a level, <clears throat> we want to provide a level of confidence to people who want to spend money in the art world, but don't know where to start. On the other side of our user base are, of course, the experienced collectors for whom Limna also serves a great purpose because they are able to discover other quality artists to supplement their existing collections and are attracted by our transparent technology. Many of these may already have their own physical art advisors 
who, by the way, also see strong value in using the app when researching or buying on behalf of others. But it never hurts to be informed, right? All of these users are united by their aesthetic appreciation and desire to become more involved in the arts. And lastly, we are a tool that looks to strengthen and improve the existing art market. And so have many gallerists and artists themselves using the app and telling us and telling us how, how, how much they really love it, right? So we get a lot of feedback in writing and calls and uh, when we meet people at events. So for galleries and dealers, we provide a means for them to gain qualified leads. People who are interested, they're artists and know they're able to afford their works. And we have had many asking us to feature the available inventory. So this is for us a very good sign, right? So that people that actually gallerists come up to us and say, hey, we would like to publish our inventory in your app. And um, so in, at the end of the day, it's a tool which has got people talking, not only about Limna itself, but crucially to each other as we prompt conversation between galleries and potential buyers. You know, when you, when you come to a booth and when you already have a, a price information and an idea what the artwork costs, you can directly dive into the discussion. You can say, hey, uh, I would, if, how much is it? Is it 30,000 or so? But you know, right, actually what, what the galleries will answer and what range the discussion will appear. And you have the confidence as a collector, you know, with, with Linda to, to actually go into it, this open discussion with the galleries. So Linda applies artificial intelligence to the biggest artwork database, if you want. So currently we have close to 25,000 downloads. So we have now reached 91 countries spread across six out of seven continents. And we really want to reach every corner of the world. And uh, our, our top territories are the US, Germany, France, UK, and Italy, followed by Taiwan, Russia, Canada, and China. And there are so many window shoppers in the artwork. And uh, we really think that Linda helps them to build a collection and galleries to make sales, right? So Linda can be seen as an objective tool. And we are working hard on bringing more underrepresented artists to the forefront based on our users' interests. So in short, our objectives are that we want people to download Linda. We want Linda to be seen as a standard. So every time the user wants to find a new artist relevant to the taste, they search via Limna. And every time the user considers whether they should buy a piece of art, they sense check on Limna first. We have a, a data partnership with Artnet and a marketplace support partnership with Misa Art Fair um, from, uh, by Johann Koenig Galleries. And since the our tactics, key audience are people in the art business. We would also openly mention that we are keen to find partners, for example. We see Limna as an opportunity to work especially closely with the entire community of artists, galleries, and curators with the goal of bringing in new collectors that can appreciate the value of a transparent art world. In this way, we look forward to partnering and collaborating more closely 
with both leading and emerging figures in the art world to create an industry that is more open and attractive to newcomers. And uh, we really would appreciate if, uh, if your fellow listeners would download the app in the App Store and check it out. And um, so I'm, I'm, we are very thankful that you gave us the opportunity, Adam, here to speak about Limna. Of course, it's our pleasure. I think the work you've done at Artfacts over the years, gathering all this data is really impressive and I think really important. And with Limna, I think it's a very interesting tool that you're creating and we're really excited to see how it's used by different people within the art world. And if our listeners want to download Limna, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, they we, we would really love to people to download the app, first of all, the Limna app. So you go to the App Store. It's an... Uh, it's an uh, iOS application and type in Limna, like L-I-M-N-A, and uh, download the app and check it out. I think this is the best way and then send us feedback how you like it or not. Perfect. Well, Marie, thanks so much again for coming back on the podcast. It was great chatting with you and we'll speak to you soon. Hope to speak to you soon and I'll see you somewhere in the world. We want to thank ArtBase for sponsoring this week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast. Are you managing an art collection, an artist, studio, or gallery? Is it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, ArtBase is the right software to manage your art business. ArtBase allows you to track your artworks and contacts in an easy-to-use, powerful database. All you do is enter your data once, and you use that data to generate reports, offers, contracts, and a bunch more. They've got a brand new version out with a whole new look that can be used in the cloud from any location on any device. So go to artbase.com now to learn more, and be sure to mention Art Tactic for a 15% discount.